Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Gathering Movement interview series. We are already having a great conversation backstage, and I just want to thank you, Dr. Mitch, for being here today and collecting and finding ourselves in this now moment. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you. I feel really blessed to be here with you and with your community to share this. Thanks. Me as well. Um, so as we were talking about before we even got started, we talked a little bit about quantum physics already. We talked about community. We talked about some of your work. Um, but I would love for you to share overall how your work in the world empowers someone to be the leader of their life. So, I mean, much of the work that I'm doing is very much focused on energy, helping people appreciate a new perspective um, of energy from both Western science perspective, but also, you know, the Eastern ancient, um, more spiritual perspective. And when we start to understand that there's this, you know, spectrum, and you appreciate that energy is, you know, kind of that connectedness, how does that relate to yourself? You know, and, and in medicine, we call it the biopsychosocial model of care, BPS, a fancy term to say, look, we are each part mind, body and spirit. And when you understand energy with this new framework, you really appreciate this new model of healthcare, and then it allows you to, you know, empower yourself with new perspectives, new skills and strategies that empower you with health and wellness, and, and ultimately tap into your peak potential. I mean, this is truly the science of empathy, the science of peak potential and performance. And, you know, now we really have to incorporate it into our healthcare model, into our communities. Um, and look at it, you know, a local is global world. We're, we're in a new world now. Mm, I love that. And I think you're right. You know, this is changing. We're starting to see this from the top down, from the doctors, from the physicians, really empowering people on all levels of their life in this holistic approach. So I just want to thank you again for, for being the conduit in the channel for this work, because it is so, so needed. Well, thank you. But, you know, I, I, I truly believe it's, you know, it's a seed. And, and what I find so amazing is, you know, just by sharing um, the science of heart, sharing, you know, knowledge about our true nature, it inspires people so that not only do they want to kind of dive deep within themselves and to kind of tap into that, but they eventually want to just share it with everybody. Once they experience it, they, they know it, you know, and experience is knowing and that really helps, you know, kind of breathe life into community. There's a, a yogic teaching where it's really that this time now is there's so much information, but it's actually our experience that's the greatest teacher of all. 100%, absolutely. That's what's really interesting, you know, in, in today's world, you know, like when I'm connecting with the medical community, so much of the old paradigm around this, what we call the biomedical model meaning that we're just these biomechanical machines separate from each other. Um, and if we don't see it, we can't, you know, if we can't study it, it must not exist. And now this whole shift, I mean, in the last 20 years, the medical research has been talking about the biopsychosocial model. This is the gold standard. And that new, you know, this perspective um, really helps us expand, um, you know, our capacity to not just heal ourselves, but how to, you know, start stitching the social fabric of communities back together locally and globally. It's, it's a exciting, it's a exciting moment. 
It really is. I, I'd love to hear your origin story of, you know, how you were first inspired to be a physician in the first place, and then where all of the energy, all of the spirituality came into your life and your work. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I mean, I, I as a youngster, um, I loved science. You know, uh, my grandfather, who unfortunately passed before I was born, um, was a scientist. So I was always just so infatuated learning about him and, and his work and then the world of science. And as I, you know, got older, you know, I just kind of gravitated to medicine because I loved people. I loved interacting with people. And it was an applied approach to science. And um, as I, you know, continued on with my studies, um, you know, spirituality was really not in my wheelhouse. I, I was not thinking about any of this. I was just very focused. I got to get through this. I have to pass my exams. Once I'm done, I can finally live. I can start to just enjoy life. And once I got to that point, um, although there was, you know, some of the old stresses, you know, were gone, there were new stresses and that, you know, sense of just relaxation and excitement of just, you know, accomplishing my exams and now having a life, there was still something void within, you know, and, and, and I couldn't, and I was really disappointed. And I, I, I just felt like, and I was really questioning everything at that point. And ironically, in that moment of confusion and starting to question, you know, and, and I think I was experiencing burnout, you know, when you start looking at what burnout means, I, I definitely was experiencing very early in my career, you know, burnout. And then I found out I had this heart condition that required open heart surgery. So in my first year of private practice, you know, going from, you know, a medical doctor, I became a patient, got to experience the entire model from a totally different side. And then as I came back to work, I was then appointed as a chief of the radiology department in my hospital. So very quickly, I experienced the entire model from a top-down and the bottom-up approach. And I realized a lot. I mean, I, I realized, um, you know, how, you know, outdated this model of care was, the gaps, you know, that, that are, you know, really prevalent within the current model. But most concerning was how we actually approached health and wellness and studied, you know, what it meant to be healthy within medical school was so narrow in scope. Mm -hmm. So this was what really kind of sparked my interest to start looking outside the box, looking at other cultures, how they approached health and wellness. And, you know, I, I had this opportunity to go to India uh, with some friends. And it was at that point where I started to connect some of the dots that I was experiencing when having opportunities to connect with some spiritual practitioners and, and communities. So I started traveling, you know, to India and, and, oh, did I, did you? Oh, we're still here. Oh, sorry. I, um, You're good. I don't know. My screen is gone. I, I can't see you, but. Mercury retrograde. Oh, here we go. Okay. We're back. Sorry. <laughs> You're good. So, um, so when I, um, I started going to India and I, I really started diving deep into spiritual sciences and, um, it fascinated me because many of these spiritual folk that I was, you know, had opportunities to sit with and study with, they had such a profound understanding of the laws of physics. I mean, it, it bewildered me and some of them had degrees. And so it was explained to me eventually that, look, 
everything is energy. Your thoughts, your emotions, these are forms of energy. So the more that you understand energy, the more you can understand your thoughts and emotions, and hence you can begin to use them as the tools for health and wellness. Now, for me, that was my light bulb moment because my, my, my specialty in medicine is radiology. We don't use prescription pads. We don't use scalpel blades. We use energy to non-invasively dissect the human body like a loaf of bread. And so it became very clear that the energy that we use in Western medicine and all Western technology is the exact same energy that's being described in ancient spiritual texts, scriptures, and in their art. And so, you know, I was just so moved by this and what I was also experiencing. I mean, I was really experiencing changes as I was getting into different, you know, forms of meditation and, and really learning that the mind is a muscle. We learn how to flex, you know, and the more that we practice, the more changes, the greater the effects, you know, just like our muscles as we go to the gym. So I got so motivated to start sharing this with colleagues, with communities, and eventually, you know, have, you know, to today where we've created a social enterprise, Next Gen Health. The mission is all about creating healthy minds and thriving communities through the power of the arts and technology and helping people understand energy, a new framework as it relates to your physical, your mental and your spiritual well-being. And the uniqueness of, you know, this local is global approach to health is when we understand that we are truly spiritual beings having a human experience, the spiritual aspect interconnects us all. And, and our, heart, our, our health, our, our prognosis, our state of being is really interdependent upon others. And I think this pandemic has really made that clear for so many people that, you know, we're always just in, in this bubble thinking that we're separate from each other. And this is the illusion. And this is now kind of, I believe, what's kind of raising to the level of social consciousness on a mass level that where now we can actually make the changes necessary to start living, you know, through through means that really can be applied, you know, with biopsychosocial principles. I'm almost speechless, which is very uncommon for me because this is the future you know it is this beautiful merger of western of eastern of understanding the body as a whole of understanding the mind and where i'm really interested in is the quantum field and how if we can empower people to understand the quantum field and the ability for the mind to create things can change we can heal we can oh. really really heal Ab absolutely now I'm glad that you brought up this global, you know, field because a lot of, you know, especially in, in, in medicine, you know, th there's, again, the idea that if we don't see it, it must not exist or if we can't study it. But the, the interesting part is we're now at a point where we are studying it and we have objective metrics that we can actually see through very interesting technology that actually shows that we are inherently connected to this field. And when you start to study the science of the heart and you start to realize that the heart is, is creating biomimetic fields, it carries information. The heart is not just creating signals for your own body, but it's also a, a sensory organ that's also, you know, sensing information, energy, waves, frequencies, not just from other people, but from a global unified field. And Einstein said, look, the future medicine is the medicine of frequencies. So we're here today and it's just so exciting 
to be able to like look at and see how this is now being birthed into the world and to see, I, I really believe that within a generation, within 20 years, you know, by galvanizing a population with this new perspective, we can find ourselves on a completely new global trajectory and it only take 20 years. I, I truly believe that. I believe this to be true also. And I think what what this information is empowering us each to do is be the leader of our life. We understand that there is power within the individual. And for most of humanity, that hasn't been the case. It's been the top down. And I love how you've been bringing in, it's the bottom up too. Like we meet in the middle, it's the merger of all of these different aspects of all of these different modalities of everything. And we're right here, like at the cusp of it. It's a very exciting time. Very much, very much. Yeah, I, I love that. And and you're, I think you're spot on. Um, we're about to experience something very, very exciting. And, and it's happening now, you know. The fact that we're here having this conversation means a lot. <laughs> so exciting. Um, where can people just begin to start to understand this? Because I can envision like people are listening to this conversation. Maybe they've heard that this is possible. Maybe they've heard that healing is possible or that we're more interconnected than we realize. Where would you say like a good starting place is for people to understand this personally? Well, I think it really depends on where each individual is on their journey of life. And I think, you know, that, you know, as a physician, you know, I don't believe that doctors are the healers. I think our role is to help meet you wherever you are, give you the best information and provide you with the options so that you can empower yourself. Um, so, you know, there, there's tons of, you know, different individuals and practitioners that are discussing this topic from multiple perspectives, you know, and, and there's multiple ways to experience, you know, energy. Some people want to access it through meditation. Others would prefer perhaps movement through yoga or, or dance or Tai Chi. So there's multiple ways to engage. I think the first step is really having that open mind to this new perspective. Um, and, you know, I know that from how, you know, my, my little contribution, we're creating um, a YouTube channel that will be operational by next week where we're creating, you know, educational content in bite-sized little nuggets of knowledge that will help, you know, really connect with you wherever you are and bring your level of awareness and appreciation for energy so that no matter what you're doing in your life, you can now take it to that next level because understanding energy helps you understand yourself. So let this be a bit of a foundation so that now whatever it is that you gravitate to, you have this higher appreciation of what it's doing to your body, how you're connected to a broader field. And it, it kind of just deepens your journey. One organization I would say that's very interesting, and it's something that um, I focus a lot on with the medical community, is heart math. Mm. And it, that's really the science of what they call coherence, you know, the science of the heart, and understanding that all of our bio, you know, our biology is really, you know, based on multiple systems, and all of these systems are rhythmic and oscillating. And, you know, these are rhythms. So, you know, your blood pressure, your, you know, your breathing, your heart rate, like everything is, are, is rhythmic. And when you learn certain techniques, you can actually get to a state where all of these rhythms become synchronized with each other. 
which is optimized. And that's the most optimal physiological energetic state for a human being. So it now recharges your life energy. It rejuvenates you to in state uh, and really helps people, um, you know, kind of tap into the higher levels of consciousness. So, you know, I, I would say that would be a good, also a, a good resource. So cool. We talked a little bit before we started about how you also incorporate sound and music and creativity into your work. And I'd love for you to share that because I think that's a very different aspect than most people would, would consider, you know, a doctor or a, a medical professional, what they would be talking about. Sure. Well, music and art are now understood as such powerful means to educate, to heal. There's a lot of medicinal qualities to the arts, but it's also a tool to inspire. So, you know, depending upon who and what we're doing, we leverage the power of the arts. So for instance, when working with little kids, you know, primary school, all the way up to, you know, university, going in and talking about energy, talking about resilience, growth mindset by inspiring music way to like engage in a conversation, get them connecting, get them interested. Um, you know, that is just one simple way that, you know, allows us to connect on a deeper level. At the same time, you know, we're starting to now do these co-creative projects with other musicians who want to participate and be part of something bigger than themselves. And through this new local is global approach of, of medicine, we each have, an, you know, a, a role to play. So musicians themselves, you know, by being part of this, their music and their creativity is helping bring more people into this community, help people become aware of this new perspective. That is health. That's education. That's health. So they are becoming practitioners of health. So, you know, by, by leveraging the arts and collaborating, creating co-creative opportunities, um, you know, these are, you know, cr it's creating content that not only helps us educate, but, you know, in multiple ways, you know, will allow us to experience something. I love this conversation also on the deeper level. And I think this, you said everyone has a, a part to play in this, in this journey, which I totally agree with. I believe, you know, sound has the power to change the world. And it's not only sounds like instruments, but it's also our voices and what we speak out to the world. It's also the internal thoughts. It's also what we choose to listen to. And you know, this is one of the deeper reasons that this interview series is here to change the kinds of sounds that permeate us to the core because sound is very, very powerful. I mean, it's the basis of the universe as is energy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and I, um, it's interesting, you know, even when you mention the words that we speak, speak we have, that has such a profound effect in, in the world. Not only, you know, what we're experiencing, but also, you know, the greater, you know, the, the greater effect on a global community. And when we start to look at the science of, you know, neuro-linguistic programming and, and, and appreciating that the sounds that we're creating, the words that come out of our mouths, which then affect, you know, the, our minds, the, you know, how we think, the neuronal connections, which in return affects our thoughts, which in turn affects what we say, and it creates this feedback loop. And, you know, it, it really is 
you know, fundamental that we start to appreciate that, yes, it really does matter what we say. And, you know, the frequencies, um, you know, of, of the sounds that are created have, can also be so medicinal. You know, and, and I use this example of in, in medical imaging, we use ultrasound. Um, ultrasound is, you know, a tool that's sending information out and receiving. And, you know, this is our way that we can visualize, you know, your, your, your body. But that sound is pure energy. So when you're sitting and you're meditating and you do a, a mantra, for instance, and you're using some sort of like a Sanskrit tool, you know, which is very specific vibrations and those vibrations are associated with positive, you know, meanings, um, that is energy. And that energy that you're experiencing inside, you know, your mind's eye is generating an energy that's creating cascade effects that changes your biophysiological makeup. So, I mean, it, it, again, this is just radically changing our perspective um, on, on health and wellness and how to empower people. These are just simple tools. And what the, what the studies show, I mean, what the, the benefits from all of these techniques I dare anyone, please find me a pharmaceutical drug that can actually give you the same results without the side effects with a similar cost. Please. And this is this is where we're headed, you know. Yeah. And as someone who is um who's felt this like fundamental truth in all of this more alternative uh healing for most of my life, it's really exciting to see the science there to see the studies being done on sound, on vibration, on mantra, on what this does to the mind and, and the programming. Um, I find it fascinating and just so exciting to, to just say that one more time. So yeah. exciting. <laughs> yeah. no, I'm with you. We're on the same brainwave. It's, it's very, very exciting. You know, Nikola Tesla said, if you want to understand the universe, think of energy, frequency, and vibration. And, um, you know, we're, we're really headed into that next chapter of our evolution. Who has been um, the greatest teacher for you to understand these, these teachings deeper? Um, that's a good question. You know, I, I, I mean, there's lots of different figures and people that, you know, that I've read their work and, you know, from, you know, yogis to scientists. Um, but I, I really believe, I think the greatest, you know, um, you know, where I got the most knowledge and, and just appreciation is just within myself, taking that time to really connect. Um, and, you know, it, it does take work. Um, you know, there's no way to, you know, get around it. You really do need to do your work. And these are tools that will bring up to the surface, to your, at a level of subconsciousness, it will bring things up, old trauma that we have to learn how to sit with, how to observe, how to nurture and release so that it creates more space for a brighter future, new patterns of thought, new patterns of behavior. And so, you know, I, I think the, my, my biggest lessons were really just from the experiences, but just having faith. You know, it's one thing about, you know, reading the yogis and, you know, you might look at it from being faith, you know, in those perspectives. But then I think it also helps, you know, from if, if you really understand energy and you can intellectualize it too a little bit, but you don't need to, you know, if you, people don't want to learn about it, that's fine. But then you can still experience it. And that's just as powerful. 
But I think when you layer the two on together, that's when I think you, you know, it really, you know, um, creates something very special and it really speeds up a process. It's, it's no surprise that you said that your experiences have been the greatest teacher, because I think back to just a couple of minutes ago when you said, you know, the purpose of the the doctor, or the physician is to like be the channel, the, the empowerment guide to give people options. And at the end of the day, that person is then the teacher. They are the healer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. We have all that knowledge and intellect within us. It's part of a unified field. Einstein said it. He said, look, I didn't make E equals MC squared. That's not a human made thought. I just learned how to quiet the mind and I became aware of universal truths. And, you know, when you start looking at all of these, you know, the brightest minds, they're all saying the same things. Essentially, they're just channels for knowledge. And so, you know, it, there's a science to it. It's time that we, the masses, begin to start practicing and appreciating what is the truth inside of you. What is it in your journey? The answer is there. You just have to now work with it, be with it and do your little work so that you can really start to expand and experience. Yeah, absolutely. In these last couple of minutes, I'd love for you to share the energy fellowship that you have coming up. It sounds just incredible. Thank you. Yeah, no, I'm really, really excited. Um, the energy fellowship is really um, all about understanding energy from both sides of the fence, um, creating this new framework so that you can appreciate mind, body, and spiritual health. And it's interesting because the way that we use art to deliver the material, not only are we providing it to doctors, nurses, and healthcare clinicians, and these are part of accredited workshops. So all professionals, they need certain number of hours every year to, to continue to have a valid license to practice. So this is all about self-care, the art and science of self-care, patient care, and community health. But we're also offering it to, you know, grassroots community to say, look, I mean, let's let's connect directly and we'll, we'll all learn, heal, and grow together. So the Energy Fellowship is a six-part program. It'll be delivered over three consecutive Sundays, two hours per Sunday. But again, you can watch the replays on your own time to make it convenient. And it will, again, it's kind of combining the intellectual with the experience. And so we'll kind of dive into some of these, you know, different forms of, you know, mindful experiences, meditation, you know, using your mind like a muscle. Um, and at the same time, really help you appreciate what it's doing to you and what you are, you know, doing and how you have that influence on your outside environment affecting your experiences, but also, you know, how do you affect other people as part of the equation? Hmm. It's like this uh, beautiful meeting of the hearts and the minds, all of them, the doctors, the humans, the people, the teachers, the, the everyone. It's, it just sounds incredible. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm very excited. Very excited. And uh, I hope, um, you know, we, we plan to be putting on these programs on a regular basis because it's, it's just so important for the next chapter in healthcare. Yeah, couldn't agree more. Do you have any uh, kind of final words of wisdom for anyone who has been here with us for this interview? Um, you know, I just I just wanna thank them for, for tuning in and to know that, you know, every moment um, that we experience is very profound. 
you know, and, and quantum physics is really showing us. And we, we talked about this a little bit before and backstage that, you know, what we're experiencing today is really a ripple effect of a future that already exists. Well, Einstein said, look, future past present, it already exists. It's just, where is it that our consciousness, you know, it, where is it that we're, we're aware of what we appreciate in this now moment? So I, I really believe that, you know, just being here, you know, taking the moment to be open-minded, to want to have that intention. That's so important. Intention is one of the most fundamental aspects that creates change in your life and in the world. And so, you know, I just want to thank each and every one out there. Um, continue your journey. You know, I'm sending you lots of love, uh, lots of positive vibrations. And if, if anyone is interested as well, I run every night, Monday to Friday from 6 p.m. to about 6.20, 6.30. I run live coherence. So guided meditations that not only help you, but, you know, it actually synchronizes our heart rhythms when we focus on the powerful emotion of love, that frequency. And so I kind of explain a little bit about that. And it's, it's like a, like a muscle. I know it's so difficult for people to start going to the gym or making changes in their life, but when you do it together, it somehow makes it a little bit easier and more fun and engaging. So just thought I would share that with, with people as well. I love that. I'm going to be there every day. That sounds that sounds awesome. incredible. <laughs> awesome. I'll share I'll share the Zoom link with you and perhaps you can share it with your community. Cool. Absolutely. 100%. Uh, I just want to thank you so much for being here for sharing your story, your your work in the world and like let's just continue to do this work. I, I'm so grateful to meet you and connect with you on this level. So thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, everyone, we'll be back tomorrow with another interview. And just thank you for supporting this. Thank you again for tuning in and receiving this information, these stories. This is really a start of a beautiful, beautiful change in this world. So I love you all and have a beautiful day.